0: Great murder mystery party, Gail. It looks like you've hit this one out of the park.
1: Thanks, Dale.
0: I gotta say, though, your house smells like awful. It's like a combination of mold and butthole. What
1: gives? Well, I don't know if you saw the latest news on plug-in air fresheners and smelly candles, but it appears that they cause sperm to grow seven heads and swim around in circles in men, and grows death spikes and booby-trapped fallopian tubes in women.
0: I heard about that.
1: Well, as a good Catholic, you know that impending pregnancy is the same as sticking a whole baby in the microwave on defrost for two hours. I just can't buy those products or I'll suffer eternal damnation. Well, Gail,
0: let me tell you about the new product that'll make your home smell wonderful and keep you out of Satan's grasp. I just happen to have some right here. It's called Pope Marie. Here, take a whiff.
1: Mmm! Smells like salvation! Super Pope World 2 is here! It's a me, the Pope! I gotta get me that game! Old well, Scratch
2: is back at it again, and he's kidnapped the Pope's favorite cow pal, Mother T. once again. Guide the Pope from the Vatican through 30 side-scrolling levels of fun, like Temptation Station, Cardinal Cliffs, and Confession Island, all the way to Castle Hades. Avoid getting hit by Satan's minions, or you'll die and have to wait until the bishops
3: choose a new Pope, or you can just hit Continue, only on TurboGrafx-16. The streets of Vatican City have become corrupted with wickedness and sin. Give me that purse, lady, or I'll cut ya.
1: No, my medications are in there.
3: But one man's been chosen by God himself to take a bite, not out of unleavened bread, but out of crime. Say your prayers. To me. Then I'll forward them on to my boss. Pope Justice.
1: Oh no! Jews and Muslims have taken over St. Peter's Square with their evil beards! Should we call the mayor? Or whatever the title of the person who is in the government official of this place?
3: I know. I'll call the Pope. Pope here. Pope, it's Commissioner Gordon. We've got an emergency and we need you. Can you help us?
0: Is the Pope Catholic? The answer is yes. To the Popemobile!
3: They murdered his family, but now he's out for justice. Pope Justice.
0: Let me introduce you to my two guns, Martin Luther and Henry VIII.
1: Why did you name your guns after enemies of the Catholic Church?
0: Because they're two bad motherfuckers.
3: With Fred Williamson as the Pope. Arrivederci, Ventassa. Gary Busey as the Pope. It's like I told you, I need a young
1: priest and an old priest because I'm about to exercise your face.
3: Barbara Crampton as the Pope.
1: In nomine patris et filia et spiritu sancti. It's time to die, scumbag.
3: A cast so big, you'll be asking yourself, wait a minute, is that guy the Pope?
1: I can promise you that the Pope would have only wished and
3: prayed that Donald Trump would have been president.
0: Hey, Donald, build a wall around
3: this. Pope Justice, time to meet your makers, representative on Earth. Pope Justice, he's sending you a Hail Mary of bullets.
2: Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm your host, Justin. With me, as always, is Sam and Jackie. This is the podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers. How are my two favorite bad movie lovers?
1: I'm in love with the bad movies.
2: Oh, lovely.
0: I'm just okay.
2: Cool. <laughs> you just kind like of
0: oh, I, I like them. I like them. I thought you were asking how I was, not oh. how I like them. Yeah. I'm fine. I like them plenty. Good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just not <laughs> Other... enough to take them home to your mother.
0: Sometimes I do. Sometimes I make my mom watch the bad movies. She usually doesn't like them. Just like your girlfriends.
1: Oh, um, that's where I was going. Oh.
2: Yeah. So, uh, this week on Sneaker Madness, we are gearing up for Gone with the Pope from Duke Mitchell, a movie that is not currently streaming. The only place I know you can get it is, uh, on Blu-ray. It is on Blu-ray. That's yes. how we have it. That's how you should watch it. Get it on Amazon and, uh, you don't want to miss this one. Streaming do's and don'ts this week. We've got three. Sam, you didn't watch any of these, but you know what? You're still going to be able to partake on all three of them. Oh. Start up with uh, on Netflix starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Vanessa Williams.
0: Eraser from 1998? I just saw this like two years ago. How bad do those alligators look? You know. Those look really bad. They look
1: awesome is what they look like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought that they... The matting is really bad, but
2: the design isn't so bad. They just look really wet. And then like the still models, the, the, because there's two, there's CGI gators and then there's, uh, uh, not principal. What's that? What's that called there? Uh, Prop gators. Prop gators, you know, fake gators that they have made, and actually there's a prop that you can touch and hold on to. The props look really dry, and then the CGI ones are just glossy. They're oily. They're oily. So it doesn't match and completely takes you away. And then you got the bad mat work of guys getting chomped. I thought the people getting chomped that were CGI looked much worse than the gators, but the gators still look pretty bad.
0: The gators look really bad.
2: Yeah. The whole scene should uh, not exist. Like,.
1: It should have been erased. Oh! Oh. (laughs) Oh, Singer! Yeah,
0: nice. Actually, it's one of the best... I think that's the key dumb part of the movie, because it's not a very good movie. Mm -hmm. And on that second viewing, it's like, how are we going to get out of here? Well, We're going to go gator aquarium shooting. Yep. And it's just retarded as hell.
2: (laughs) It is retarded as hell. Uh, This movie is so chocked with one-liners, though. Oh, it's fun. I, I enjoyed it. I remember not liking it, 15 years ago when I saw it for the first time or for the last second time maybe. Uh I had a good time with it this time. I did too. I thought it was pretty fun. It's really dumb. It's really the rail guns are stupid. The rail too. guns are really stupid. They make they have wisps. Why do they have wisps of, of light? Oh, I don't know.
0: It's just a moving projectile. It doesn't need to be like pew laser gun. Pew, pew. This was the summer of shit. I saw this at the theater. Yeah. In between Independence Day and The Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the summer right there. It was like 96 or something. Independence Day is the best quality
3: made movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Your summer picks. Uh Uh-oh. That's the one I liked the best. (laughs) Roland Emmerich storms the Oscars.
2: (laughs) I don't know, man. Uh, Yeah, I think it's totally worth a revisit. It's silly. It's stupid. It's full of one-liners. There's terrible effects just cheese galore. I like the idea of the character, though. Like, he's the guy that shows up and makes you disappear from bad guys or whatever. I I thought that was kind of a fun, interesting concept that I was surprised... Hasn't really, I can't think of any movie that has that same the, idea. Yeah,
0: who's the, like, what's the witness protection pl- plan? He's the
1: witness protection Exactly, plan.
2: it's great. Yeah. I, I mean, how better concept for an action movie do you
1: want? But, you know, it had a very important public announcement in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. You don't want your body going to the city morgue because then your body just gets used to cover up the death of the witness protection program. That's true.
2: Arnold will just go into the morgue and pull out a couple guys. It could be you. It could be your grandma, and now you don't have anybody to bury on Sunday. Yep. But you weren't going to go to your grandma's funeral anyways, so what does it matter? So, anyways, I give it a total do. Do. Next up, Sam. You want? I mean, you can chime in. You saw it two years ago. Familiar, oh, I, I, I,
0: just, I thought I already said do. Oh, okay. It's a do
2: on stars. This one's really not a stinker, but w- we bring it up because it's going to be relevant uh, to what we do. But it's Smokey and the Bandit, the first one.
0: Oh, I love this movie.
2: I haven't seen this since I was a child. This is everything you like. It's Fast Cars and trucking. It instantly went to my favorite trucking movie of all time without, like... <laughs> this is the movie about trucking. Past all of the other trucking movies yes. ever. Big hauling on the way to number one for me. Jackie?
1: Well, why did you want to be a trucker because you get a better view of the beavers? Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. You do.
2: It is I like the fact that probably 60% of the movie you can't understand a fucking word that they're saying because it's all just trucker talk. <laughs> and the entire like di- the narrative of the film isn't said by people that you can understand. They're just doing shit on screen like, oh Come on back, and then action happens. And like, then the
0: song comes back, and we gotta do one that can't be done. We're
2: gonna haul those <laughs> cans of
0: beer across the state line, eastbound and trucking. Yeah, that shit's awesome. It I watched was that, fucking like, awesome. It I was, have yeah. it on DVD, and I watch it about every two years. Hal Needham? Yeah, it's the Hal Needham that we love, not the oh, Hal Needham it. that we really love in yeah. Megaforce. <laughs> the, Hal Needham, the Hal Needham that can make a competent film. The one that,
2: uh, I would say, not Hal Needham from Cannonball Run 2. That, that's the bad Hal Needham. This is the good Hal Needham. Yeah. It's fan-fucking-tastic. The stunts in this movie are insanity. Yeah. They're insane stunts. I, in IMDb, it's listed, it's not listed how many stuntmen may have died or almost died in this, but there's a scene where they jump the black trans am onto a football field while getting chased by, uh, What's the What's Jackie Gleason's character name? Buford T. Justice. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Pope Justice. Uh, and they jumped the car out onto the football field, and they're out of control, and they had children extras out there, and the car came within feet of striking yes. them
0: while spinning out of control. It's almost as dangerous as that shit with Lorenzo Lamas where they drove through the bleachers.
2: Yeah, but those were adults. These are children. Yeah. These are tykes. Yeah. How, oh, well, my first movie didn't go so well. I killed six children.
0: Hal Needham was probably driving the car
2: yeah could be but uh apparently they wrecked all of them and my other favorite line of uh trivia was that burt reynolds as part of his deal was told by one of the uh executives of chevy that he could have a black 1977 trans am replica of this car for appearing in this film the film was quite successful and increased the sales of the trans am from something like 65000 77 to $120,000 so in doubled. just two years. Huge, huge amount of uptick for, for the Pontiac Trans Am. Yeah. The executive that promised Burt Reynolds the car retired. And the next guy said, go fuck yourself, Burt Reynolds. I'm not giving you shit. You go, buy, <laughs> go buy one. 120 uh, other thousand What a
0: jackass. This. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, one out of 120,000, you suck, executive of Chevy. Yeah. What a butthole.
0: <laughs> it is an iconic car. It is.
2: I would like to go to there they now. They had
0: one of those go at Barrett-Jackson for like 75000 mm.
2: Yeah. Well, the good news is, or bad news as you, uh, how you look at it, is two and three are also on Star, so expect Jackie and I to get to those as well.
0: I want to do that because I haven't seen two and three in a long time. I watch right. one a lot, but I... A young me remembers two and three not being as good.
2: Uh, that's basically the consensus with the rest of the world as well. So yeah. we'll uh, we'll stay updated on that. But uh, if you've never seen Smokey and the Bandit, it, I don't care what century you're in. This is a movie that everybody should have seen at some point in their
0: lives. It's great. It's the it's in this movie. Way more trucking. And it's super badass. Mm -hmm.
2: And it's just a whole lot of fun. Last but not...
0: And hot-ass Sally Fields. Yeah. Sally Fields is very hot when she's young.
2: She was uh, Burt Reynolds' girlfriend through the 70s. I didn't realize that.
0: I had no idea. Yeah, One of them. Yeah, one of (laughs) them.
2: Girlfriend, I use Uh, with quotes. That's what she calls it. Anyways, last but not least on stars, Leprechaun 3! Jackie, and I finally revisited old Warwick Davis
0: in the third installment. Which one is the third one?
2: He's, uh, in Vegas this time. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, there's a, a dickhead boyfriend scenario. Like, I don't know why in all the Leprechauns, the, the main bow has to be just the biggest of dickheads. Um, but, uh, yeah, he wants to like make it in Vegas, win all the money. So the leprechauns there, I don't know how he got there. I guess somebody found his statue that he'd been become from leprechaun 2. And uh, so they're going to turn him into well, stuff somebody had to steal hijinks. his gold, right? Yeah. Oh, well, no. Yeah, I, that's it's the same every goddamn time. Me gold. He actually on his way out of leaving with his own pot of gold, he bumped into the door and one of the fucking shillings fell out. Just one. But that was enough for him to murder everybody in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have good news. Leprechaun 3 is actually a whole lot of fucking fun. <laughs> is it?
1: I thought it was I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> the one-liners, the rhyming one-liners get so much better in this one. Yeah. And some of the special effects like the lady who wants to be hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was such a great scene. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I can't even describe what happens without seeing it, but I will give you a hint on why this film is so awesome. And I'm surprised you didn't say, oh, Leprechaun 3. That's directed by none other than Brian Trenchard Smith. Yes,
0: Brian Trenchard Smith. Doesn't he do 4, though, as well? He also does 4, which Which I've also heard is is good. Is that in the hood? Uh, No, that's 5. Which is is the Leprechaun in space. It's Leprechaun in space. Yeah, Yeah. see, that's the one I've been kind of holding out for. Yeah. Well, Leprechaun 3 was...
2: uh, really fucking good time like it is brian trenchard smith doing the leprechaun it's not the studio saying hey brian trenchard smith this is what we want you to do with the leprechaun it's him making a leprechaun yeah so it moves and Uh, you're never bored never bored it's silly uh the uh, gruesome effects are awesome so freaking awesome it's it's great. I, I really like Leprechaun 3. It is by far the best I have seen of the Leprechauns. Yeah, me too. a lot.
1: That's what I was going to say. Out of the three that we've watched, this, this one has been my favorite. Oh, without a doubt.
0: The first one's not very good.
2: The first two are so annoying because you just want to punt him. The third one, you're now on his side. <laughs> you want the Leprechaun to start fucking shit up because he's having a good time. And you can tell Warwick Davis is enjoying himself in this film. He's being goofy as shit and hamming it up on screen. It's great. So check out all three of the movies this week. Unanimous dues, except for the one that Sam didn't see, which is
0: Leprechaun 3. But I feel like I can just say do it because Brian trenchard smith doesn't make a boring movie. There you
2: go. So. It is my pick this week, so I'm switching it up and bringing back an old favorite. It's Good Neighbor, Bad Neighbor! Okay. If, uh, if you're a new listener, we haven't done Good Neighbor, or Bad Neighbor in a while, but the rules are simple. We pick three people and debate on if they would be a good neighbor or a bad neighbor. All three of these people do not exist in real life this week, and, uh, if you're unfamiliar with who they are, just go back and check out an old episode of Sneaker Badness, uh, and you'll, uh, get caught up. First off, your Hunter from the Future
0: Worst neighbor ever. Okay, he shows up and your village gets burnt to the fucking ground. <laughs> it's
2: pretty bad.
0: It's uh, automatic as well. Yeah, but is that every village? Is he a neighbor of the at that
2: point, or is he a resident of your village when it gets exploded? He never lives
0: there. It, it, the village doesn't exist long enough to for him to consider living there after he shows up. So if you were like, if he moves in next door and he comes over to say hi. Before you're able to say hi back, village is burnt to the ground.
2: If he says, if he comes over, yes, your village is getting lasered or blown up or burnt to the ground or invaded by barbarians that live in caves. Absolutely. What if he never stops by, though? What if while Thor is, is wandering through the desert and being awesome... He just is like, hey, there's a village over there. I'm not going to go to it. I'm going to go to this one over here. That one gets blown up for sure.
1: Does the other one also get blown up, I think there's
0: like a 50% chance that if he walks by, you're still getting blown up. Yeah, he
1: looks in your direction. Mm. If he sees you,
0: you're fucked. Yeah,
1: just... Yeah, bad neighbor.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, what happened? Don't worry, I'm awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but my whole life's ruined. That's okay, I feel great. (laughs) Yeah, no, your sucks. Yours is a bad neighbor. Yes. Uh. Among the worst. He, he's, I, am, I have a hard time thinking of a worse neighbor. It's like Tom Cruise is the only neighbor worse than yours. Does Tom Cruise get you blown up? I don't no, know. but you want to be blown up if you live next to <laughs>
2: and him. And he doesn't right? blow you if he up. He doesn't blow you up.
0: double Dutch. How about Bodie
2: from Point Break?
0: That <laughs> sounds like the bad neighbor. Well, one, does he even have a home? <laughs> He has Ooh. that house. Uh, who's uh, is that? His? Are we sure that that so was his house? In the Point Break, the first one. they that's what we're talking about. Renters. We're talking about They're renters that party all night long every uh-huh. night. Fucking terrible neighbors. Who's on the lease
2: though? Do you think Bodie would put? Is the type of guy that would put himself on the lease, or would he have like he probably chowder fucking or knows a guy? Knuckles. Yeah.
0: Or are they just squatting? Rosie. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Is he walking around naked? At any point, probably it's Bodie. Yeah, he probably doesn't wear pants in the mornings. He drinks coffee with this dinger out and like expects the dudes that are sleeping on the couch to not be weirded
0: out by it.
1: <laughs> yeah, good neighbor. What?
0: Okay, <laughs> you want to see Swayze's dong?
1: I would I would look out there and be like, yep, the dong's out again today. And I would invite all of my old lady friends over for tea. And, and they we wouldn't would, like it. We would sit there and we would watch the dong party across the way. And we'd have those little cute opera glasses, you know, so that you could hmm. really get a close-up of the dong. <laughs> and it would be like, excuse me, Margaret, my opera glasses seem to be fogging up. May I borrow yours? <laughs> and then we would just pass them around the table while we had tea and crumpets.
0: And they're all foggy.
1: Yep. And we're just looking at dong. So, Did yeah. you
0: make cookies that look like penises?
1: No, this is a classy affair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> looking at Dick. <laughs> we're looking at Dick with our best china out. Ah. And some really classy tarts and cookies. We're not we're not dong cookieing it. That way if somebody comes to the door like an Avon lady, we're like, Oh, would you like some tea? And then we just everybody just kinda hides their opera glasses and they're like, Oh, I didn't realize that you had such a lovely view of the, oh my God, is that dog? And you're yeah. like, yes, here's some opera glasses.
2: Mm, okay.
0: What else have we got on Bodie? He's a criminal. He's a criminal. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm.
1: he's not going to bother you, though, because mm-hmm. he's not a home invasion criminal.
0: No, he's not. But he,
1: He's a bank robber.
0: He's a douche, and his parties go all night. I foresee a drum circle in his backyard. Oh, at some the point. hippies. Yeah. There's going to be hippies. They will spill into your yard. Yeah. You will wake up, and there'll be hippies on your lawn. You will need a hippie broom. Get yeah. yeah, hippies. Yeah, I, know. He's not your, but he's a bad neighbor. He's a bad neighbor.
1: This is real easy to fix. Snake pit. Okay.
0: Snake pit? So you, so that you have a snake pit for the hippies so that you can watch your dong?
1: Yeah. I mean, this so is they can't of... get to your yard because the snakes are in the pit.
2: You don't have a yard anymore. You've dug
0: a snake pit.
1: I don't <laughs> well, want a snake pit. You have a strip of yard. This. What if the
0: snakes get out?
1: Well, you have to build up a little barrier so they kind of go towards the neighbor's house. So if they get out of the snake pit, huh. they don't crawl towards your house. They crawl towards the neighbor's house and they start killing off the hippies.
2: What if you live on Hawaii?
1: Oh, well, then you have an alligator pit or a shark
2: tank. I don't think, yeah, shark tank. I don't think they have alligators.
1: Maybe a stingray pool with really aggressive stingrays like that are hungry
2: that
0: are dangerous. Probably,
1: yeah. We can fill it with other things that will crawl to the neighbor's yard, start mm. killing them off.
0: Well, I'm going to say Bodie's bad neighbor. He's a bad neighbor.
1: ah eh, he's he's a dong watch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's got to be either a good neighbor or a bad neighbor. Well, Jackie
1: saying that she, we, uh, is, Dude, I'm I'm she's in going for dong it. watch. Dong watch. Good neighbor. Good neighbor. Huh. Dong watcher.
2: Huh. Last but not least, glasses. last but not least, Johnny Rico from Starship Troopers.
1: Ah, oh, butthole. Hmm. Okay. But uh. he could come in handy. Well, he's will he-, he also be walking around naked? Because I'd rather see uh, that. No, than he funny. only takes
0: showers
2: with uh, with uh,
0: familiars. Johnny Rico, when he's in high school, he's still a teenager, which we, as we know, all teenagers are bad neighbors. Right. Yeah. I'm going post high school, so Johnny Rico, the bug killing machine, Johnny Rico. Yeah,
2: he's uh, not making it into Harvard. He's not Harvard
0: material. No, he's not Harvard material. But uh, he's always gone. So that's you know. Because he's out killing bugs. He's out killing bugs, so if mm. you live next door, he wouldn't be bothering you.
1: And if there's ever an invasion, he could totally save your ass because he's probably got an arsenal.
0: Yeah, and I bet he's one of those really quiet. You know, he's an introvert probably when he's not at war. Mm-hmm. I could see that a lot of a lot of
2: TV watching out well, of the Johnny Rico has, when he's not killing bugs. It's a really tidy house with a lot of nice very, things. Yeah, very white. Yeah, he's got a white couch that never gets any stains. Mm-hmm. No pets. No pets no from pets, the Johnny yeah. Rico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He would just kill it yeah. <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> Die!
1: <laughs> I had that dog for six minutes. So I'm
0: going to go Good Neighbor on Johnny Rico.
1: Okay. I think that's a fair call. Yeah, I'm thinking Good Neighbor on the Johnny Rico.
2: You would never see him. And when you did, it would be brief. And then And clean. maybe in his briefs, huh, Jackie? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Brother. that's a little bit of Peep and Tom and that I would be doing if Rico is my I'm gonna, neighbor. I'm gonna
0: put
2: some women
1: in the would next you? good neighbor, bad
0: neighbor. <laughs> like, here's an apple I'm gonna have some fruit of the loom
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: boo this man
1: uh.
2: all right Sam tell us about Gone with the Pope is there dongs no
0: no there's there's everything else oh. just about Well, Gone with the Pope is officially released in 2010 even though it was shot in 1976 correct Bob Moroski, who was known for editing the majority of Sam Raimi- Raimi's work, as well as uh, many other films, and Sage Stallone, who was known for coming out of Sylvester Stallone's testicles, together founded Grindhouse Releasing in 1996. Mm. I think at that time, Sage Stallone was only 21 years old. Grindhouse has been called the criterion of cult films. So the story goes that in 1995, Stallone and Murawski found a work print of Gone with the Pope in Jeff Mitchell, Duke Mitchell's son's garage, when they were negotiating for releasing Mafia Massacres st- or ma- Massacre Mafia style. Okay. It would take 15 years to restore the film. In 2010, the film was given a very limited release. The numbers say that this was released to D- DVD in 2014, DVD and Blu-ray, while... Mafia Massacre style was released in 2015, which seems not to jive because I watched a copy of Mafia Massacre style in 2014. Mafia style massacre. <laughs> massacre <laughs> Mafia style in and I think it was actually 2013 because Roman still lived in town and we watched it at his house. Okay. Friend of the program Roman. You don't think it was a bootleg? No. Okay. Well, even if it was if they're talking like it hadn't been remastered yet, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The other thing is is that word on the street was is that they paid for a lot of the DVD authoring for Gone with the Pope by the release of Massacre Mafia Style. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that is how I understood it to have gone. That they knew that the uh, the first was going to be a good enough hit that they could pay for some of, recoup some of their costs in the 15 year project of Gone with the Pope, or the 20 year project of Gone with the Pope. I see. Uh, unfortunately, Stallone never saw the Blu-ray release. He did see the film completed, but I don't know if you knew this or not, but Sage Stallone died of a heart attack I did at not 36 know that. 36 years old in 2012.
2: I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I had no idea.
2: Yeah, you think that that would have been uh, more common knowledge.
0: Yeah, it would have been, it should have been news.
2: Because he was working then. He was doing the Expendables at that point. He was in the news. Yeah. Huh. That kind of
0: flew under the radar. It did. <clears throat> Well, Mitchell, the king of Palm Springs, started his entertainment career club singing for $65 a week. Sammy Petrillo, at that same time, was also making about that for comedy. They teamed up and did a Martin and Lewis thing for a few years. At the height of their popularity, they were in the budget film Bella Lugosi Meets a Brooklyn Gorilla. Shortly thereafter, Jerry Lewis would have them blackballed for stealing his act. Yep. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) Uh, you know, they... Duke Mitchell died in 81, and, uh... Patrillo lived until, like, 2001, and so some of, there's a little bit more of their career was detailed by him, and he said that they were offered uh, TV shows sometimes. Mm-hmm. They turned down all this stuff before they got blackballed, and it was like, we really should have done some of that then he ends up going on to being a film executive and then duke mitchell ends up going on to be the king of palm springs uh, his lounge act was a big deal
2: yeah yeah that's what i thought i remembered him being a lounge singer
0: well it's a Mala it's a routine Tony it wasn't just yeah it's you know like Hey, that guy's a nutsack. Tiny Bubbles.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is like if Wayne Newton wanted to make action
0: movies. Yes. But that's the sort of act. It was like a comedy. Like he was a one man. And he wasn't really a one man show because, as we find out, he uh, started what was called which is the very popular ranch club in Palm Springs, the Sunday brunches. Mm. And the Sunday brunches were, he'd have guests such as Cary Grant, Liza Minnelli, uh, Lucille Ball. Okay. Sinatra. Big deals. Guested yeah. uh, on a Sunday brunch. A bunch and so of those Bunch of A-listers would come into Palm Springs on Sunday, which I can just sort of imagine how loose these brunches get. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Unlimited champagne. And Coke. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Mitchell's filmmaking strategy was as loose as those brunches probably got. Reportedly, the closest thing to a script the film had was a pile that consisted of notebooks, loose papers, and ideas written on envelopes and cocktail napkins. He would put anyone in the film, provided they gave him money, and he shot the whole thing on weekends. Fired the sound guy so he wouldn't have to pay him. Hmm. You need yeah. one of those, but he did uh, almost do it for thirty-five thousand. Was what he spent hmm. on Gone with the Pope before it became derailed.
2: Uh, are you? Is that counting other people's money or just his?
0: That's how much apa- was apparently spent on the project in total. Okay, all right. Mafia massacre style, massacre mafia style mm-hmm. was made for fifty. So it seems like he probably would have, if he, with another fifteen thousand, this thing would have made it to theaters. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but it didn't, and the work print, they, they did have a, a work print, but with that there's not any music or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just the, on, and I believe that they shot with uh, sound, so they had all that. Obviously, they wouldn't have been able to do it without the sound, actually. But yeah, it took uh, Murawski 15 years to clean this thing up and get it released, and thank God he did.
2: Yeah, I'm,
1: pr- I'm uh, pretty Boy, thankful howdy. he did. Yeah. I have not seen this, so I'm pretty excited.
0: You should be i don't even uh, keep an eye out for i don't even know what there's so many things in this movie that like w- watch out for just one thing
2: yeah it's uh, like the pope what keep an eye out for the pope and it's not an eye
0: out but i guess an ear out the uh, notable thing is that we, you remember when we watched it the first time which was just recently and i thought that the only reason we watched it just recently is because it didn't come out on dvd until 2015 which is in stark contrast to what the release date says uh There's some very progressive rock music in this, Mm -hmm. which is not out of period because at that time, his son Jeff had recorded that music. So there's a chance that that was originally planned to be in there.
2: Okay. So. I got to keep an eye out for. Keep an eye out for the boat that Duke Mitchell steals from one of his investors.
0: Oh, he stole that boat?
2: The boat, the yacht, was, Hey, uh, we're we need a boat. Can you uh loan us one? And one of his buddies like, Yeah, you can use my boat, uh just make sure I get it back. And they took it and they never gave it back. They just <laughs> left it where they were done filming. And so the guy never got his boat back. So
0: nice moves. Where did they leave it?
2: Like in uh one of the uh, uh, uh like uh Honduras, one of those eastern Mexico countries oh, where they good. sailed to to film some stuff and uh Italy, quote unquote Italy, wherever Italy
0: was supposed to be. Yeah, no, uh, they shot in Rome.
2: Oh, well, they did shoot some stuff. In I, don't think, I don't think, think they, they took, took a, a boat, boat there. there, no, but uh, that's
0: not a big enough boat to make, yeah. It. yeah,
2: wherever the Mediterranean was supposed to be. I think like
0: Honduras or Belize yeah. or someplace like that. The guy never got his boat back. That's uh, sucks. That's, dick. that's a dick move. Dick <laughs> well, you know, the Sunday brunches get pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, I'm you sure forget, you forget things, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways,
2: as I said, the movie is available via Blu-ray on uh, I believe it's gonewiththepope.com or you can get it on Amazon, but uh, check this one out. Uh, this one's a big deal. It's fucking crazy yeah. shit.
0: Like You could actually what get What the it fuck is this movie? directly from Grindhouse as well. And while you're there, check out some of the other awesome shit. I think awesome gonewiththepope.com is Grindhouse's yes. uh, website for it. So. Yeah, and they've got some other pretty awesome shit. You know, I think they've done fifteen films now. So
2: yeah, nice. Okay, well, check it out, and in the meantime, uh, or uh, come back to us on Monday when we talk about Gone with the Pope, and uh, over the weekend, get to a chopper that you can find and
0: have some and give it back.
2: Yeah, if give it's it... <laughs> not yours, don't just leave it in fucking Honduras. Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it and we will come back to listen more. But now, we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform? Be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you.